0: Hi, welcome to Suplex of Sticks, a gaming podcast hosted by David and Seth. Hello. Hey, man. Uh, How is it going? It's, you know, it's been a, I'm going to be very honest with you, and up front, it's been a very long day, (laughs) and (laughs) I'm excited to talk to you about the video game things that we have to talk about today, to be honest, so... It'll yeah, we got some good stuff.
1: Yeah, I'm we've, talk, we've talked to each other a bit about them, uh, but I'm glad I'll, I'm glad to be able to hash this stuff out on the air and with our uh, lovely guests who are and by guests I mean listeners. Yeah,
0: yeah, we don't have any guests this week. But
1: no guests. Um we So for all you people out there who are currently listening, you are always our most honored guests.
0: Yeah, we appreciate you very much for listening to us ramble. Week in and week out about video games. And uh, thank you to the ones that uh, leave us reviews. We had a new iTunes review over the past week, Seth. I don't know if you saw that. Um, no, nope, I did not. Uh, it was an iTunes review that lauded how great we were and how we were a great podcast without any corporate ties. Uh, and so you well. knew that our opinions were honest and true. So that was kind of nice. Yeah. So
1: I mean I'd take some corporate ties if there are any corporations out there willing to tie me up with <laughs> uh, uh with money that is. Yeah.
0: Um I would love to do this and actually get paid, but you know, uh for now the doing it for the passion is is fine. It's good. Yeah. I enjoy doing it. So I I do wanna talk about um something uh we'll get we'll do this right off the bat. Um I'm going to start doing a poll over the weekends just to interact with y'all a little bit more Um, because this one actually went pretty successfully. I asked you guys over the weekend, you guys and gals, if you were playing Anthem over the weekend, and we actually got 20 votes, Seth. And only four people were playing Anthem out of those people. (laughs) Mm. So that's not a... It's not a glowing percentage um, for a game that just released for the weekend. It was supposed to be a big launch. Um, so none of them really said if they liked it. Chip said he liked it, um, but no one else said.
1: Good old Chip Skylark. Yep. Always out there.
0: Well, I'm just going to call him that now. That's the, that's the way to go. So with that, we do we do have games that we've played this week, I believe. I definitely played one that I am remiss to say that I did not like
1: well uh so i I will start here just because I have not played a lot this week okay um I played a little bit of apex here and there um mm. but I've kind of maxed out my uh what i what I can do in the game right now I mean outside of just playing it but i've have gotten all the achievements for the game so there's not really a i i've kind of lost that insane drive that i had going and frankly it's probably a good thing i was playing the game too much um and i've been playing more tetris uh and outside of that i have by the time you are listening to this i will have finished uh destiny of an emperor the uh old nes game that I like so much. I I was I don't know why I started to play it, but I was thinking about it the other day and I realized I had never actually finished the game. No. Oh. Um So yeah, I've been playing through that. It's not too long. You can beat it in like a day. Um But yeah, so that's all that I have been doing. What about you, David? So, I
0: played about 4 to 5 hours of Crackdown 3 over the weekend because that launched, and I told the people I would play it, because I downloaded it, and so I started to play it, and I, it just, it doesn't feel right, man. It's very weird, Um, and I wonder if other people that like Crackdown feel this way. It just does not feel as tight and good as the other two Crackdowns. Um, it definitely felt like there was a looseness in the controls, and it, like, there's there's a lot of imprecise. Like you're jumping at things and you're not reacting the same way every time. Kind of mm-hmm. like a, what, you know, we've talked about that with Assassin's Creed, where like sometimes the climbing on the walls in some of the older titles could be really weird. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, and this definitely has that issue. And it also doesn't, it doesn't give you any real um, pleasure in the shooting either. The shooting is really haphazard and not that good. Um, I kind of resorted to just punching enemies after a while and hoping I was like my shields wouldn't go down and dying. Um, It, I don't know. Also, the script writing is just poor, like... The I know that it's going to be a cheesy action game, and that's what it was going to be the whole time. It has Terry Crews in it; that's the point. But yeah, like it's just very unfunny. Like it's it's so on the nose. I don't know what it is. There's there's a lot of things wrong, and I it makes me very mad because if you've listened to any episode of this podcast, I've been excited about this game the whole time. Yeah, and. You know, um, this is the first time that something's come out on Game Pass that I played, where I'm just like, you know, I'm I'm really glad I did not pay sixty dollars for this game. <laughs> like, yeah, uh, on I
1: wonder, I honestly wonder how much that like that plays into the dev- development of a game. Like, if the, if you're this team working on Crackdown three, and you kind of know from the be- beginning that this is going to be offered essentially for free um like you gotta you gotta think that that kind of lowers the incentive to make it uh as ambitious as you want it to be
0: so that should worry everyone then because i mean from what they told us like everything's coming the game pass at launch at yep. least microsoft exclusives so like Gears and Halo Infinite and, you know, all, you know, all that stuff. Like, are we going to be dealing with, and this is hard to say because Netflix has good shows, but are we going to be dealing with getting Netflix versions like video games? Like, you know what I mean? Like it's, it's not necessarily top tier TV, but it's you know, digestible.
1: I'm not following.
0: Like there's shows on Netflix that are good. That are like T right. V quality good. But then there's T V shows on Netflix that I feel like were just made because it they need content. You know what I mean?
1: Yeah, but I think there's also shows on TV that are that.
0: Right. But you don't pay like you don't pay for specific channels like you do like for Game Pass or Netflix. You know what I mean?
1: I suppose. I mean... At least in my brain, days, that's
0: how I'm equating it.
1: More and more people these days are paying for TV like that. But yeah, I understand the idea. It's not the same as cable.
0: Right. So it's it's very interesting to me that... This game just feels like um it felt like filler really and I I didn't enjoy playing it. And I I mean I might go back to it and try again. I might be wrong about it, but it's it really did nothing to impress me in the beginning. The it, it was so hilarious, Seth. They're introducing the bad guys of the island, right? And the bad guys of the island I jokingly said out loud, "Oh, the next person's gonna have a robot jaw," because the first bad guy had like a robot eye, and then the next yeah. bad guy had like robot ears, and then I was like, "Oh, this one's gonna have a jaw," and then it did. Like it's just different disfigurements of these bad guys, and yeah, it was. It's just kind of comical. It makes me sad that this game is bad, but. You know, maybe I'm also having too high of a nostalgia for the old crackdowns also. I recognize Could this. Could be. So, um, other than that, I I really haven't played too much. I did try really hard. We'll talk about it later, uh, The the Pokemon news, but because Pokemon Day was today, I really tried to play Let's Go Again and get back into it. And I just can't. I cannot do it. I, <laughs> it's, I am so tired of the, the trainer battles and the frequency yeah. of them. And I still stand by my previous statement. I, I really would like to post the question in Reddit or something and have someone more qualified than me look. Um, but there has to be so many trainer battles in this game because it's just too much, man. Um, but <laughs> I, uh, I, mean, I wouldn't know. I never played it. Yeah. You're lucky. Um, it's definitely, you know, those games hold their value, so I'll be fine with trading it in and the pokeball is still a cool joy con to have, but yeah, you know, we'll, uh, we'll see. We still haven't tried to play smash with it, so I need to do that. That's on my list, but, um, Yeah, I can't think of anything else I played really. Uh, besides, you know, the usual like Apex and casual stuff. Because I've got a, I've got to wind down somehow, and the way to do it is to play the hits, man.
1: Yeah. Between don't have to think, um, just do
0: it. I wanted to talk to you about Tetris Ninety Nine real quick, since we're in a, in a games we played portion, because I am, I don't know what I'm doing wrong in that game. Like, I'm playing uh, Tetris fast, and I, I'm, I'm getting Tetrises. So either people are ganging up on me, or I'm not comboing right. Which, I know that, like, T-spins and stuff matter, and, uh, but I don't know how to do those. <laughs> and I the highest I've ever gotten is 14, and that was the night I was talking to you and Joe before we recorded about the Direct so, I mean, you have I think you've told me you've won before, right?
1: Yeah, I think I've won, like, 14 times. Oh, my gosh. You can look, okay. actually. You are a
0: Battle Royale monster.
1: No, it's just Tetris.
0: <laughs> well, I mean, between Apex and uh, Tetris, I wonder if you would be this good. Uh, how many times have you won Fortnite?
1: I won Fortnite that one time by, like, a fluke. And
0: that was it. Yeah. All right. Maybe. Maybe it's just. Maybe it is just
1: Tetris. I don't know, man. I don't. There's not like tips that I could give you. I mean, I. I think. I don't. I don't really know how the game, like, calculates the the way it it sends out junk blocks. Yeah, that's what's um, bothering me. Like, <laughs> but I I usually just do the tried and true strategy of, holding a. a an an IP an elp an eyepiece until I have uh four four rows ready to knock out and then get a Tetris. Yeah.
0: That's what um, I've been doing. Maybe I'm just not doing it fast enough.
1: And you gotta be able to think on your feet, you know, when you when you when you get into trouble.
0: Yeah. Tetris Tetris ninety nine is a a brilliantly beautiful uh piece of software that finally got Seth to get the Nintendo online
1: uh, did. Uh, yeah, I have 13 wins. Jeez, man. Uh, does that include the I, I one you were robbed of today?
0: What does that include? The one you were robbed of where you KO'd the top guy, but he won. Yeah,
1: I don't know actually, because that one <laughs> told me that I was in second, even though you koed the top I, won. Guy. I, <laughs> I still don't know how that happened. That was so weird. Yeah, that was a, so I don't know if that, I don't know if that includes that. So cause the game told me I was in second, even though I won.
0: Yeah. Um, I've, I've been thinking of things that, uh, we can, I can do to play more games. Cause right now I'm looking at release slates and, um, until a little bit into March, I don't think anything's coming out that I'm going to care about besides like Devil May Cry and Yoshi. Um, and I
1: mean, Devil May Cry is a pretty well, sizable game. Well,
0: that's so. like later in March though. True. True. So I think I'm going to do something I've been really wanting to since it is new on the Game Pass and replay through the Halos. Mm. So that uh look forward to that. that. Be fun. I I really all legendary.
1: Um, do they have Reach on Game Pass?
0: No, but it is five dollars at GameStop and it's backwards compatible. The, so what
1: is even the point though?
0: Yeah, but it's five dollars on Game. Uh, it's five dollars at, at GameStop. So. You can, mm. me and me and some people at work talked about getting it the other day, so I bet the online is still
1: thriving for it, so. Oh, yeah, man. It's still the best Halo, so yeah, why wouldn't it be? exactly.
0: So, with that, um, we do have, uh, we went from thinking we didn't have much news to having a bunch of sizable news that is really great to talk about. Yeah. Um,
1: Tur- turns out there was a bunch of stuff that happened since we last recorded. We just forgot what days they were on and so it seemed like a uh it seemed like it was a lot farther away than it actually was
0: right and and it's it's exciting um what what do you want to hit off first seth
1: i don't know we can go the big stuff we can do it in the order that it that it happened um so the first big thing was uh the day after we recorded our previous episode it was in the the afternoon i believe um was it really last week? Yeah. It's, it, it's, it seems like it was not last week. But, yeah. So, um Nintendo, I think on their social medias they put out this video of it was Reggie Fils-Aimé, the president of Nintendo America, you know, talking about how how he's loved all of his time at, at Nintendo. Uh, but it turns out he has decided to retire. Um Very, very sad. Um and kinda kind of weird, as long as I have really been a fan of Nintendo, I can remember Reggie being part of that, and now he's not gonna be there anymore, and instead, um it will be Doug Bowser, he is going to be the new president of Nintendo America, so yeah, that is um still kinda crazy he he's leaving he's leaving in April, and that's when Bowser will step up and begin his tyrannical rule. <laughs>
0: So yeah, I do I want to say like uh ever since I can remember caring about video game news, Reggie has been the face of Nintendo for me. I mean, there's like of course there's Mr. Miyamoto and stuff and um but you know, we always saw Reggie at E3 and Reggie was always doing stuff, whether it was the Wii Fit stuff or you know, um you know, everything yeah and so it's it's really sad to see him go. I'm really hoping we get a direct with him in it before he leaves um I mean I know it'd be really soon to have one yeah. but I
1: don't know. I imagine that he will although it's hard to say uh that he could be that he would be there in some capacity at e three um but i that'd probably be the time for 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 Bowser to step up to the plate, so I don't know. Uh, I'm sure we'll see him around.
0: Hopefully, um. he makes a Mother Three announcement at E3, since <laughs> you know that
1: would be he, hilarious. He
0: he constantly got badgered about it while he was, or
1: he just know. shows up to E3 with like a Mother Three T-shirt on.
0: Yeah. Um. So I do want to say, like, if you haven't kept up with uh, who Doug Bowser is, he's um actually a really comical figure that's been around. Like his Twitter is really good. If you go follow it, like he has um these little plush dolls of Mario and Luigi tied up with like a controller cord in his office and he posted a great picture of him and a a big plushie of Bowser Jr and he was mm-hmm. like it's time to get to work like as for planning <laughs> for April um yeah. so it's uh he he definitely it's it's going to be a different feel without Reggie but i i do yeah. feel like you know we're we're in good hands as Nintendo. Yeah, I mean fans.
1: it's it's hard to there's not really any way of knowing a, of what goes into that job outside of the the public relations stuff they do, right? Um, and we all know that Reggie was good at that, and he must have been really good at the other stuff because he was there for so long. So, but yeah, I'm sure they seem to have full confidence in Bowser, uh, and I'm sure he'll do a good job. Um, it will be sad though. I we talked about this in the chat a little bit when the news happened that. I think that Reggie had a lot to do with like the mainstream popularity of video games nowadays. Um just because of like the he was he was this this big personality in games before any of the other companies were really doing stuff like that. I mean, like other companies had E3 presentations with their with their main people, but it was always kind of you know, straight to business type stuff. Um and then but reggie was 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 very different and he's he birthed countless amount of memes um that are still like you go to any um video game website on what some posts and look down in the the comments there will be you're 100 guaranteed to find some kind of reggie meme down there um but yeah so reggie kind of uh, I, I, I think he 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 ha- will go down as a very influential figure in the video games industry as to where they are today.
0: Oh yeah, I feel like there would not be there would not be the um the 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 consumer facing aspect without Reggie. Like we wouldn't have Sean Layton and stuff like that um yeah. if Reggie didn't uh put that step forward. So um yeah, yeah that's it's sad, but it's also exciting to see someone else get to take the mantle and see what they do with it.
1: Yeah. It's interesting to me that you would go for Sean Layden right there instead of Phil Spencer, who is the more obvious candidate uh, when you are bringing up people who are like Reggie today.
0: So I I always forget Phil Spencer's name. That's part of it. Um I also he never sticks out to me because he just seems kind of normal. I would almost say like Major Nelson for Xbox, but even then he's never been on the E three stage. Um, but yeah. Sean Layton has this weird like larger than life presence. He pushes like pushes out of himself, and it's Ew. yeah gross yeah. Um, but he's like a way more serious Reggie way more serious yeah um
1: but so yeah that that happened reggie will miss you uh, make sure if you're listening uh there's always a spot for you on this podcast
0: yeah we'll we'll gladly accept uh you know even if you have like five minutes we'll take it oh yeah so standing invitation <laughs> um with that there was other news that kind of eked out of there, um, and I do want to state, I'm, I'm going to go back and listen to make sure, but I'm pretty sure I called it back when we talked about Xbox Live coming to Switch that I theorized that the Xbox Game Pass could be coming to the Switch, which um, is another big rumor that's floated about with yeah, um, specifically Ori and the Blind Forest mentioned with, which you know I did, <laughs> while I was playing that I was like, man, I wish I was playing this on my switch instead of on my xbox because uh just the platformer on my t v screen is fine, but I would rather be playing it on a handheld,
1: <laughs> so yeah, so this news came out um it was later in the the same day that uh Reggie announced his retirement. It's kind of weird the way um it it trickled out, so last week we talked about the whole um What's that? Dragon Game. That Scalebound. Maybe on Switch. Yeah, Scalebound maybe being revived for Switch. So one of the guys who did a video that, uh, Liam Robertson, um, I think I talked about him last week, but in his video he said that he had heard of a lot of big stuff that was brewing between Microsoft and Nintendo and that Scalebound wasn't necessarily one of them. And so last Thursday, uh, Direct Feed Games, they released... They they posted a video um saying this rumor uh that they had that they had sourced that Microsoft is planning to bring uh Xbox Game Pass to the Nintendo Switch. Um and it's uh, supposedly going to use their X Cloud uh software to kinda stream games on on onto the Switch, so um the, it's they showed it I don't know if you remember, David. They showed this off at E3. They showed like Forza running on a cell phone. Um, no,
0: I don't remember that.
1: Yeah, like I, I was looking up what XCloud was, and I and I, I like, I also didn't remember. But then they showed the video. It was just like this little thing, because um, that they it, it was very brief in their Xbox, in their uh, E3 conference. But yeah, they showed this guy playing For the Horizon 4 on a cell phone. And so it's the same idea. Um, They have, you know, this huge server bank that does all the, takes away all the uh, the processing stress from the console. And so you'll presumably be able to stream these um, Microsoft first-party games on the Switch, using this xCloud software, but also part of the rumors that, um, kind of like, promotionally or something for this service, Microsoft is going to be publishing, uh, Ori and the Blind Force, a port of it for Nintendo Switch, so that would be like a, an actual native, um, running on the, on the software. So yeah, that would, uh, this was kind of this huge bombshell out of nowhere, um, I guess certainly something like when the news said the Xbox app was coming to Switch it was you know something people thought about but no one really considered this a real option and um, and it, it kind of makes sense cuz Microsoft has sort of talked about their about wanting Game Pass to be the kind of um, Netflix of uh, video games and so this is kind of a step in that direction they want they want with the Xbox software they want it Running on as as many uh devices as possible, and Switch is just another one of those. Right. Uh, needless to say, that would be flipping awesome. I would love to be able to play some of these games on Switch.
0: Oh yeah, of course. And I mean, we can we'll get into it uh, in a minute with another thing of news. But I I'm really interested to see how far this partnership goes between the two companies because it does yeah. seem um, as you'll see later, like they're kind of leaning on each other a bit and it's, it's working. Um, I I would, I would be really interested to see someone. Uh, I imagine it's probably a joke, but it, it's something that didn't make me think like someone theorized. What if they just use Xbox live instead of the Nintendo switch online for online? Like they do,
1: yeah, it would be weird. They use Xbox
0: like, Live for party systems and everything, and then Nintendo Switch Online is just to be the Game Pass for Nintendo games. You know what I mean? Like, like what they do.
1: Yeah, I mean, I don't know. Um, I did. I, I. I mean, with the Xbox Live app on Switch, you have to imagine it is going to have some kind of um, party chat functionality or at least you know some sort of rudimentary rudimentary system of their um uh, uh, their 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 networking stuff right um and i think i i remember what game was it i don't know if it was fortnite or yeah i i remember seeing this thing that epic said that they were um they were open to like licensing the 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 fortnite I don't know if it was Fortnite. Then, no, yeah, yeah, no, that was that, they yeah they like the the Fortnite uh, voice chat software that they use for Switch. Yeah. Um. So it's like, I've, obviously, it it's clear that the ability is there in the Switch to handle it. Um. So I don't know. I think that if if the Xbox Live app does come to Switch, then it would have to have some sort of like a communication system in it. Right. I agree with you, and the the next step is them adding uh achievements. That now that would be weird. I think it'd be cool, but it would be weird. Yeah, that would maybe be too strange.
0: I I don't know if I'm okay with that, but I mean, I I God, I also don't care about achievements anymore. Like, I I just play games and enjoy them, man. I don't. I don't. I don't hunt. Um, Wait a minute. Wait know, a minute. I know. I know. Do not. I'm. I'm. I'm do already, not even. I know. I like the challenge of the, the one for Apex. But yeah. That's, okay.
1: Every that's, time we get on, you're like, uh, I have to only have this many characters left until I get that achievement that you so, have.
0: So I like that one because it's. I. I don't know. Something about that clicks in my brain. But there's no point where I was playing Spider Man and. I was 100%ing it for the platinum or kingdom hearts. Like I I don't care le- about that. Like I guess I guess like I have to find one that would interest me, but you ended up finding one that challenged me and so I don't mm. actively look for ones that I'm like, oh, I really need to get this one. You know what I mean? Mm, yeah, sure. So, sure, sure. Um I don't
1: believe you. <laughs> whatever
0: uh, it's listen i got all my great achievements out of the way with guitar hero like i'll never i'll never <laughs> yeah. peak anymore just go look at my uh, guitar hero 3 achievements and yeah. you'll be like oh okay that's i mean my that's kind my of favorite sad.
1: achievement my favorite video game achievement is was in a game that didn't actually have achievements. so i get it
0: <laughs> i don't know what that is
1: Mm, It's when I unlocked TT and Diddy Kong Racing.
0: Oh, yeah. That is your favorite. I remember.
1: That took me so long.
0: Um, Let's talk about the the Xbox Next Gen rumors. Uh, Because I think that was next. Um, So the rumor, there was... I I can't remember the leaker's name. I wish I had written it down. But there's a story on IGN about it where the... There's a rumor right now that at 2019 Z3, we will see the next Xbox generation, which would be uh, under the codename Scarlet, and it would have two consoles under it, a weaker console called Lockhart and a powerful console called Anaconda.
1: Anaconda Squeeze.
0: <laughs> yeah, exactly. And so it's it's very interesting to think of what could become of this. Um, the leak also says that at E3 there will be an announced partnership between Nintendo and Microsoft, and that Halo Infinite will launch with the hardware and also be available on Xbox One also. So,
1: no, it, uh, you have to make sure that when you say there, there's going to be two consoles, the there's going to be the the more powerful one, but the... The less powerful one is supposed to not have a disk drive. It's supposed to be all, all digital.
0: Oh, I didn't read um,
1: that part. Really? Oh. Yeah, I didn't um, see that. And because this is a... I, I forget when that rumor came up, but months back there was a, a rumor that the next Xbox was going to be all digital. Um, and I think that's what they are... Uh, that's what this rumor said, that the 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 lower-powered entry-level new Xbox is going to be. Be uh, all digital. Yeah, okay. no disc drive. Only get stuff on the, whatever, the shop.
0: So we were talking to Chris today about it, and I, I wanted to get your opinion. Um, what do you think about this for people that are going to be potentially looking to buy Gears for this year and stuff like that? Um, I know, I know that console generations come and go, and you know, people either adopt or, or the the new or they don't. But um, how do you feel about it?
1: I don't know. I don't, I don't know that I feel uh, any particular way about it. Um, it all depends on what you know the the kind of backwards compatibility is, um, and I mean. I, it, it doesn't affect me too much. I'm not looking to upgrade to uh, an X or anything. Um, but yeah, I mean, but we'll see. Like, when they show show it off, it could be so enticing that... Uh, and if it's something... If they come out with, like, the crazy stuff that that they said when the, the uh, Xbox first launched, that there was going to be, like, no backwards compatibility, and the other insane things that they said that you weren't going to be able to use... Uh, pre-owned games or something like that. Um, I don't know. But yeah, I don't really have any strong feelings. I think it would be um, the whole two consoles is an interesting concept. Uh, and I mean, I guess it's exactly what you can do today. Is like there's a less powerful version and a more powerful version. Uh, I don't know.
0: Yeah, I. it makes me wonder how Microsoft is going to deal with cross-generational stuff with I just I don't know I think we're gonna eventually step away from true console generations um because the Xbox One X is pretty powerful like it's I mean it's if you look at the internals it's it's pretty nice and I I don't know I mean I know they can improve upon it But I just, I don't know how much stuff like that would cost. You know what I mean? And if it's even feasible to release a new generation like that. So. What do you mean? Like, like the cost of the system with all of the upgraded internals would be really high if they don't take a decent loss. That's what I mean. Of the Mm. new systems.
1: Well, yeah. I mean, whenever pretty much any console that that is new is being sold at a loss for some at at some point,
0: unless you're the Nintendo Switch, for some
1: reason. Yeah. <laughs> yeah well, generally, a new console tries to use uh tr- tries to push forward with the tech that they're using. Nintendo is like, yeah, we'll use this three-year-old stuff. Yeah. It's got it lying around.
0: So I don't know. I'm. I'm interested. I I think it's a bold move to have a Halo Infinite launch with both like old generation and new um so we'll see how that actually works out. I'm excited to see more about this new Halo game cuz I mean like we talked about on the podcast before, you know, they really built this thing from the ground up with they haven't used any reused any assets. Mm. So, I'm I'm interested
1: I mean they might be reusing the story, but you know who knows at this point
0: yeah, um with that uh what else what else came out Seth
1: um, well, there's the i i can't I can't think of the any other stuff except for the the big stuff that happened today
0: um yeah there's there's a bunch of stuff that came out today. Um, do you want to start with uh, Kingdom Hearts DLC?
1: Yeah, so we speculated this when we um, talked about Kingdom Hearts for the 100 episodes that we mm-hmm. did it. Um, but I think in, a, in an interview with uh, some... I forget what the website was called. Uh, Dengeki Online, uh, Tetsuya Nomura kind of confirmed that they're going to be doing a uh, DLC for Kingdom Hearts 3. Um, probably some free DLC and then... Uh, paid DLC down the line. And one of them is supposed to be the critical mode, which was uh, noticeably missing from the game at launch.
0: Yeah, it's it's very interesting to see what they will put as paid DLC and what will be the content. Um, because as we talked about in our review, without getting too far into spoilers, it did feel like there was some... Um, noticeable gaps in some some of the storytelling aspects in the game and yeah. i mean I,
1: before before we got on here i was reading um some roughly translated stuff to david and it was about one character that the interview asked so how did this person show up and nomara was like um that's bas- that's uh i'll use the dlc to explain that gosh and there were yeah there were a lot of moments like that especially at the end of the game
0: yeah so we'll see. I I, I mean, I'm excited. Uh, it gives me a reason to hold on to my Kingdom Hearts disc. Not that I wasn't going to already, but, mm. you know. So it'll it'll now just sit in its collector's edition box and wait patiently for any new DLC that's coming. I don't know if I'll play Critical Mode. I probably will because I wanted a little bit more of a challenge out of the game, but... You know, we'll see.
1: Yeah, it would have been nice if it was a little harder.
0: Let's see. Um, That's what she said. <laughs> let's go with, so I I don't usually go to The Verge for gaming news. And so I was surfing The Verge today, and it was really interesting because uh, no other gaming outlet grabbed this piece of news. So props to them for posting about it. But apparently it was announced that Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order, because that title is weird and doesn't actually flow right, um, will be discussed uh, in depth apparently in April at Star Wars Celebration. And they gave us a, a sentence or two about the story um, and that it'll be following a Padawan who survived Order 66 and it'll be set in between... The two trilogies, which we already knew that, but I think everyone was wondering, you know, how they would do that story-wise, and they kind of let out that you're going to be a Padawan who survived. So it'll be it'll be cool. Yeah,
1: I thought you said this was news. Like, didn't we know all this stuff already?
0: Well, it's news that's going to be discussed at Star Wars Celebration.
1: Ah, uh, true, true. And yes. I mean the fact that they
0: they said. I don't think that it was ever official that it followed a Padawan. Mm, well, like it, that. I don't even
1: remember reading it.
0: I know he said that it was a Jedi that you play as, but I don't think he ever specified the instance. So, well, I mean, at least in my memory, I forgot. So, if you yeah, if I don't know. if I forgot and you everyone else remembered, then take that for what it is. But. Look out for more news for it in April, because apparently that game is coming out this year, and I don't know how. So, I mean, EA is working. Respawn to the bone, I'm sure. So,
1: Yep. I wonder how that game is going to... uh, How much is going to disappoint? Or in what way EA will have uh, mangled it into something that people don't want.
0: Yeah, I'm. I don't know. I I'm, I'm confident in
1: respawn then. to provide a a good game. So,
0: yeah. Let's see. What other news do we have before the good perfect thing that happened? Maybe not perfect. Okay, we're we're at it. Unless you have other news, Seth.
1: Um, I mean, I had other tabs, but I closed them all, so I don't remember what they were. All right. Oh so yeah, to, the one thing. So before we get it, we talk about. We're going to talk about Pokemon, um, but before we talk about Pokemon, we're going to talk about Detective Pikachu, because he had a new trailer. Oh my um,
0: gosh, yes. I can't believe I forgot to mention that at the beginning. And
1: It was um, absolutely insane. This game looks, it looks, uh, game, this movie looks really good, uh, and there's, there were just Pokemon all over the place in this trailer.
0: Yeah. It it was bonkers, the, the stuff we saw in it. My boy Blastoise going in his shell and spin moving and killing, like, six Gengar that were going at him. hmm That was awesome. Um, Pikachu, you know, the... Like, Ryan Reynolds is not doing any other voice besides his voice, which is fine. Um, but that's, that's really impressive to me. You know, all of the, the graphics and... How they're making these Pokemon look, I, I I need to watch the trailer a couple more times to see all of them in there. But I know that like Lickitung was in there. Yeah, there's this creepy
1: Apom. Yeah, um,
0: like enraged Apom.
1: Yeah, there's just Golurk, <laughs> and at one point in it, just kind of hanging around.
0: Wait, whoa, okay, so I love Golurk, and I think yeah. you know that. I was, I need to go back and find him.
1: the uh, The fluffiest Snorlax that you've ever seen is in it.
0: Yeah, that was. I um, liked that there was the Machamp that was guiding traffic. Yes, that was great.
1: Oh, it's just perfect. Like just the way, if Pokemon were real, how they would be parts, be members of society. Yeah, and yet, strangely we, they have all of this intelligence, and we trap them in balls and make them beat each other up. Yeah, it's uh, sad.
0: Um i am i'm i never played the detective pikachu game so it's i'm really excited to figure out the story as to why he can hear this pikachu and stuff like that yeah Um,
1: i don't know either and i i kind of at this point don't want to play it just because i want to see what happens in the movie and you know who knows it's probably different in the movie but yeah still
0: my my friend joe did uh he, he threw out there the other day while we were at work and watching this trailer, and we were all kind of freaking out about it. But he, he said he wanted more of these movies to come out just with different professions, like a Dodrio <laughs> the chef. Like, and I, In my head, I'm just like, how would Dodrio be a chef, Joe? And he goes, oh, his other two heads would act as the hands. And I'm Obviously, just like-
1: <laughs> I immediately thought that.
0: It, but I I didn't I just figured he would be si- the Dodrio would be civilized enough to not want to do something <laughs> it would be like, like
1: Ratatouille he's yeah. he just telling other people what to do
0: um it's it was really funny he threw a couple out there of, but the Dodrio one really got me and um like I figured like we could there could be a movie about Jinx the stay at home mom who couldn't <laughs> cut it as a singer oh like,
1: it, <laughs> that's sad um,
0: yeah, yeah, like weird stuff like that.
1: It'd be like a that'd be like a hard hitting drama. Yeah, about a jinx. A Pokemon drama about a jinx.
0: <sighs> but yeah, there's a lot of cool Pokemon in the these trailers, and we're leaving I mean, out Mewtwo. the yeah we're leaving out Mewtwo, which Freaking was the Mewtwo. craziest reveal of the whole thing.
1: Right at right at the end of the trailer, and man, he looks he looks creepy as as crap in this. We- it really looks like a. Like, A I mean, I guess Mew, the whole, yeah, the whole Mew and Mewtwo design, like, like they're sort of designed off of like embryos and, right. and Mewtwo definitely looks like that. And it's, it's really gross and unsettling.
0: And, and we're also kind of leaving out the unsung hero of the trailer, um, the Ludicolo that serves oh, yes. coffee.
1: <laughs> oh, that Ludicolo I, was great.
0: I did not expect of all Pokemon to be in this. Yep. For Ludicolo to show up.
1: And that's why it was perfect.
0: Yeah, exactly. I uh this uh it's so good. The what they're doing with this is so bonkers. I And you am,
1: can't forget the the Mr. Mime at the end who got into a mime car crash. Yeah. And and might have died, I'm not Re- sure.
0: <laughs> really committed to the bit. Like, <laughs> the, <laughs> Detective Pikachu's just sitting there like, Oh, he's he's going down uh, hard on this one. It's like
1: this is a this is a, a little bit of a tangent. Have you ever heard the theory of in the Pokemon cartoon how Mr. Mime is Ash's dad?
0: <laughs> so, I've I've heard of that theory but I've never read into it. I need the
1: Yeah, the it's pretty to. funny just cuz like you know, he this random Mr. Mime shows up at the house and is always around Delia and like I forget there was um in it, it kind of ramped up again in in the Sun and Moon saga when like She showed up on vacation and was with Mr. Mime.
0: Oh my gosh!
1: (laughs) Like they were both out lounging on the on the beach. Uh, it was funny, but yeah. So Detective Pikachu coming out in May. I'm excited for it, for sure. But that will lead us into the real Pokemon news Um, today. We're recording this is Pokemon Day. Pokemon Day. I believe David uh, mentioned that earlier. Um, and yesterday, was it yesterday? Yesterday what? That, that they announced that this was happening.
0: Yeah, we got the Detective Pikachu trailer, and then basically an hour or two after that, we got the direct announcement.
1: Yeah, they said tune in at like uh, 9 a.m. Eastern, of course. It was like 14 o'clock GMT. I don't even know what that is, actually. What is GMT? Um,
0: GMT is, like, European, I think.
1: Okay. I guess that makes sense now, why they would do that. Um, but yeah, so we got an announcement for a unspecified Pokemon Nintendo Direct. It's only going to be seven minutes long, so people are kind of... I mean, we had an idea that it was going to be the uh, reveal of the Generation 8 games, and today, this morning, we got them the announcement of... Pokemon Sword and Pokemon Shield set in the Now how do you pronounce this region? I think they said like Galar.
0: Yeah, I that's what I said in my I head. I think it's a Galar, Galar region. Galar um, region.
1: Yeah, all new uh they showed off the the three starters. We got your uh your uh I can't remember the names.
0: We got Grass Monkey which yeah, is got Grookey. Grookey? Yep. We've got the grass special monkey, the
1: funky monkey.
0: We got my special boy, the fire rabbit, score bunny,
1: score bunny. Yes. Even though his
0: name is terrible,
1: yeah. And also the uh, the sad lizard, Sobble, is our water type.
0: Yeah, who's full of anxiety.
1: Yep. Um, I mean, Sob is right there in his name. Yeah. And they look. They look fine. I, I I don't know which one I prefer yet. Uh, uh certainly. ScarBunny has the uh, most personality of the three.
0: My worry is that Scorbunny will turn into the dreaded firefighting type.
1: Yeah, you would hope not. <laughs> but yeah, so the the trailer um it looks uh yesterday we were talking in the ch- in our group chat about how I, how I was worried that it was going to look exactly like Pokemon Let's Go. And thankfully it does not. Uh it seems to be a return to the kind of uh more properly proportioned world of, uh, Pokemon Sun and Moon, um, but even, you know, like, grown up a little bit, uh, think they, they look more like actual people, um, and the, the town seem to be, um, bigger, the whole world seems to be bigger, uh, a lot of people out there were hoping for, like, Pokemon's Breath of the Wild moment, or, like, this massively open world, um, and that's probably, you're, you're gonna have to wait at least three more years for that to happen uh but I was definitely pleas- pleasantly surprised about like the sense of scale that they showed off um and how like when you're in a town it actually kind of looks like a town and up next to a building your character looks like the appropriate size uh and it also has this really nice kind of cell shaded um style to it um I don't know if if let's go had that but it it does it it does really look very good. It was
0: definitely less. It was definitely way more subtle if they did had it and let's go.
1: Yeah. Um. So I, I've been wa- I've been watching a lot of uh, videos about the the trailer. Um. And one thing, like, like the game looks good just in, in the in the in motion. But when you actually go and look at the like screenshots of the of the the different parts of the world they show, it looks like really good. Um. You know, I'm still hoping eventually they they will get that kind of fully realized open world, but I don't know that it'll, that'll ever happen with Pokemon. But where they're at now, it does look very good. Um, they showed off a lot of a lot of cool regions in, in uh, a lot of cool areas in the Galar region, um, which, uh, as rumors had suggested, we is based on the UK, um, and in fact, the shape of Galar is. Uh, the uk upside down hmm
0: yeah did you notice that i I knew it looked similar to the shape of the uk but i didn't know it was the uk upside down
1: yeah like even um so some of the there were there were two like major cities that are shown in the map um and one of them at the top of the map is, is clearly based on london like it even has the london eye and big ben in it in the in the art for it um, and it's at the top of the map, whereas in real life, London is uh, at the bottom of the UK. So, yeah, it's all kind of spun around. There's also another cool, like, steampunk-like city that uh, seems to be based on Manchester. And a yeah. bunch of other uh, very interesting um, areas. There's this one one town that has, like, these kind of Stonehenge-looking formations and also this giant kind of... Um, Drawing of this big monster and the side of the hill, which uh, is actually a thing in in the UK. Uh, I forget what the I forget what the name of it is, uh, but yeah, it's it's it seems to be like this big Pokemon monster. In real life, it's a picture of a naked man. Um, so, but clearly they could not uh, put that in there. But yeah, it looks it looks very cool. Um, I'm I'm excited for it. I'm also you know I also don't know because. It doesn't like we were talking about it. The map, like it, it, it doesn't look like there's a lot going on. Right, uh, that from like the world map that they showed us.
0: So I wanted to say, like, if you're watching this trailer and and you oddly enough didn't bring it up, I thought you would. The the camera moves in such weird ways compared to how Pokemon games have done in the yeah, past. Yeah, uh, so, yeah, this it, is
1: one I, uh, I'm i not sure. Like, I was hoping for, like, a full, like, free camera. I don't know that it's going to be that. Yeah. Like, um, it, it, it seems to take the more dynamic angle that Sun and Moon had. Like, the way... Like, Sun and Moon was really good. um It, it mostly had the kind of overhead camera that Pokemon games are used to, but there are times where it would move around in, in more cinematic ways. But there are also parts of the trailer where, like, the camera... Sir, like it pans around your character in different environments. So I right. don't know what, I don't know how it's going to be. I think it would be cool if you had like an actual free control camera in the game. And with as much detail as they look to be putting it in some of these areas, I think it would be a shame for you to not be able to explore all of that.
0: So I definitely feel, and it's so hard to have a lot of speculation on seven minutes of footage, but when you are looking at the map. There is a hard distinction between the top and the bottom of the map. And yeah. there's a bunch of grassy area in there. I imagine that it won't be Breath of the Wild level, of course, but that area will be a large zone of just exploring, at least in my brain. Because Yeah, I mean
1: from the from the, the gameplay they showed the whole like the bottom section is basically the opening town. And it's weird, like on the map, how much sp- space it takes up compared to the rest of it that's one of the things like i think it's hard to i think the the world map they showed is like i don't know that it's giving us proper sense of scale of what the world is like it it seems to be like looking at it in this kind of tilted way um where like the top of the world is like kind of curving off into the distance because at the top is this the london city um and like it, it kind of shows you uh, some of the prominent buildings, but it's also got like, you know, just buildings going off into the distance behind it. Um, and I also think there are um, these like railways going across it that um, some of them, some of them, like it, you can see where they're going, but others you like it, it kind of looks like they're going off of the map. Um, and there are also some pathways that go to um, places that are kind of covered in like. And and clouds on the map, so I think I don't know, I can't say for certain, but I don't think like this map that they're showing us is like the full picture of the world.
0: Ooh, okay.
1: That's just uh, my theory, though. Um, I remember when Sun and Moon came out, they put out the really detailed, like it's the same kind of style world map of it, and there are all these, um, you know, these mis- these weirdly seemed like, um coincidentally placed clouds all over the place and people were thinking oh there's you know there's going to be these places that we we don't know about that are going to be here but then it ended up being that uh, but of course this is a uh you know this is going to be the full oh, this is the first full console game so i think they 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 even uh Masuda came Junichi Masuda the director he said that they are they're trying to push the the development team is trying to push themselves uh and to to do new things uh, and one of those new things, David, it seems might be Pokemon Soccer. Apparently, because um, uh, there are—if you look on the map, there are all these like stadiums, like straight yeah, up like soccer stadiums. There are five makes sense. stadiums. It makes sense. It's based on the UK. But at the end of, at the end of the trailer, like it shows the main character walking into one wearing like a sports jersey. Like I don't know what that is. Um, I mean maybe there's just there's kind of a new um there's there's more flair that's going to put be put into gym battles. Uh but I don't know. This seems to be like this is some weird stuff. I yeah, don't know what's going on.
0: It's I I mean, uh it's so interesting. I'm I'm very into what they're doing with that and I want it to be awesome. I I there's like I said, there's five of these weird spike dome things. There's a a nicer looking one up at the top of the map, which means you could guess that there's gonna be six. Um and and I just I don't know what they're gonna do at gym battles, if it's gonna be like uh, sun and moon or not, where it wasn't traditional gym battles. You know, well what I think I mean?
1: they said that gym battles are back. You um, did? Yeah. I, I know they think, said
0: your goal is to be champion, but I don't yeah, think that they specified gyms. Um
1: I don't expect the I mean I think that the they're going back to the gym system. I don't expect anything like the Island Challenge from Cinnamon to be in here uh unless like I could see though. Uh so I was listening to um Game Explain. They did a like a, a predictions video and and one of them we're saying like it would be cool if they did something like in um in the, the cartoon when they went to the Orange Islands, how Ash had to do like these tasks or whatever, um, to then be able to go challenge the the Orange Island gym leaders. So I could see if they did like a combination of the island challenge with traditional gyms. Like you have to do uh these kind of mini game type things. Uh, to then go on and 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 challenge the gym leader, and I right. think that'd be cool. Like, cause there's got to be, uh, like the island challenge was big because it was a, a brand a departure from the gyms, and so I think they're they're going to try and find ways to, uh, you know, change things, change things up.
0: Yeah, I, I'm, I'm also interested, Seth. Um, I don't know if you picked up this tidbit in the the direct, but. They did make sure to say that there are other Pokemon surprises in store for 2019.
1: Yes, uh, I, I did hear that. And I wonder, I mean, it probably just means there's going to be more spinoffs. I hope that, I, I hope, against hope, that they bring back uh, Pokemon Conquest. I feel like that would be amazing.
0: Oh, man. Don't, so, Pokemon Conquest would be real cool. Give me Pokemon Snap for the Switch. Oh, yeah. Um, What... Wh- you really liked Mystery Dungeon, didn't you? Was that no, the one I did you not liked? like
1: Mystery Dungeon at all. I like was... Pokemon Ranger a lot.
0: Yeah, Ranger the was the one you game, really liked. The circle
1: game, as my brother calls it. The what? The circle game. Yeah, where you just you draw just, circles around the Pokemon. You draw circles. Yeah. Yeah, that'd be cool. So, David, what do you think about the, uh, the titles of these games?
0: Well... The fact that the map is based on the UK, I think Sword and Shield really makes sense. I agree. It's like a coat of arms type thing, mm-hmm. so it it makes sense to me. I really, I don't like. This is such a stupid aesthetics thing that you're gonna you're gonna look at me funny if you were here. Are you gonna but, say
1: that you don't like how the fonts of the the of each of the sword and shield words are different. No,
0: no, I don't like that the blue is on sword and the red is on shield. Oh, yeah, that is dumb. Because I want the blue one, but I prefer the shield logo and everything. <laughs> and so, uh, and, and usually red is reserved for more aggressive things like a sword, yeah. and blue is reserved for more defensive or passive things like a shield. Yeah, That's I just how that. design works, and. Po- like the Pokemon company has decided to fly in the face of this. And I, I mean, I appreciate it and think it's really neat, but I also am torn now. Yeah. So it's, I, I,
1: yeah, I, I'm on, I don't know how I feel about the, uh, the, the names. I wish to like, uh, it makes me want to like a Pokemon gun. Um, <laughs> or something I, I like saw that.
0: that on Twitter. I, I really, you know what? I like it a lot more than sun and moon. Really, X and Y, yeah, Yeah. I thought I thought those really even X and Y.
1: I liked X and Y. I thought those were good. Um, sword. I I, I guess it's weird to me because it's the same like sound. It's sword and shield. I guess it's not the same sound, but it's the same letter. And so in my mind, it makes the same sound. Yeah, there's not really any. uh, I don't know. Uh, so I. Here's my theory about. I think that the sword and the shield are going to be actual like items in the game.
0: Ooh, okay, that makes like sense.
1: A, like a lot of times, the, and they have the the names kind of refer to the legendaries, um, and and it's cool. Like I, I think there is going to be because on the logos, like on the sword and shield, that in the logos, there's like this kind of wolf head on it, and I I have to think that's going to be. Like, I couldn't think immediately of a Pokemon that that would be. I, I have to imagine it's going to be based off a new Pokemon in the game. It's going to be sort of like a pseudo-mascot type thing. But, yeah, I think there's going to be an actual sword and shield in these games that belong to some ancient uh, ruling family. Yeah, they'll it'll be that'll be the Team
0: Rocket of this, some weird ancient family.
1: Yeah. So, as I think... I don't think this will be referenced, but do you remember in X and Y how there was, like, this whole backstory about um, this war that happened?
0: Yeah. No, I I mean, I remember a lot of the weird back lore.
1: Um, Um, So I've read a lot of people speculating, and I think this would be cool just considering what the two regions, like, the countries that they're based on. Uh, But do you think that the Galar region is the is the 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 nation that went to war with Kalos all the way back then.
0: Oh, that'd be interesting. Like they the and even then it they wouldn't have to tie it to a specific timeline cuz they've been doing a lot of weird experimenting with different realities and stuff with Pokemon yeah. lately. So, I mean it it could be, that could be it for sure. They cuz there's no specific timeline yet. We don't know. Well, that.
1: there are yeah, we don't know where this is going to be. There are two Pokemon timelines, just clearing that up. Um if you didn't know that. Um but I I, I do hope they go into there is some kind of weird stuff like that cuz one of the things I thought was cool about the world like on the the world map they showed and just when the and the, the gameplay of the character running through they are like there's like these um Scattered all over the place, or like these ruins of, um, and I guess like like you would find in modern England, like ruins of of the medieval times, and but like it's just it seems to be all over in all these different regions. Like on the map, you can find this kind of broken down, dilapidated um tower that looked like part of a castle once. Um, yeah. So I, I hope that stuff is in there. I think it'd be cool if there was like a if there's a place in there that's like based off Glastonbury which is supposed to be like the uh the the burial site of King Arthur uh, I think that would be cool if they if they went into that kind of stuff and that could be what the sword and shield are I don't know Yeah yeah
0: that could be where they're at It's it's very uh the listener at home can tell that we have been zooming in on this map for quite some time
1: Oh yeah uh, I mean it's the same thing when the Southern Moon map came out I was like I was I I downloaded the thing and just like zoomed in on stuff trying to figure out what was going on where. And, I mean, there's some weird stuff in this map too. There's like this area with like these doors that look like diglets.
0: Yeah, I was gonna bring that up. The I call it the dug trio doors.
1: Yeah, I cause it I can't I I'm not sure if like that's if it's supposed to look like diglets. If that's just like the shape of the door and the way indentations are on it, but it can't be a coincidence.
0: Right. It's, it's so odd to me. I'm, I'm so excited for this. I, I definitely feel like we're going to get some of the weird story with this. Um, and, you know, there's one thing that we haven't really talked about. And it's that we don't necessarily know where this one train goes. Like there's yeah. a tr- there's trains in
1: here. Yeah, that's what I was saying. Like there are like and there are trains um cuz you know it's based on the UK. That's kind of a big deal there. But yeah, like if you look at the world map, um there are trains that are going places that we can't see. So that's why I think there, there there's I think there might be more than the Um so I was I I will say I was a little disappointed by um when they sh- in the map when they showed the kind of London area because this is, uh, I remember I talked to you about this. Um, the Detective Pikachu said in 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 Rhyme City, uh, which is in in its game and in the movie is based off of London, um, and it's shot in London. So I I remember I watched this video that was theorizing that Rhyme City could be like the London in um in in what is now uh, Sword and Shield, um, but just kind of based off of what they've shown it doesn't look like that will be the case which is kind of disappointing to me but i don't yeah. know we we still, don't, we still haven't seen haven't seen the uh the movie so those those landmarks could be in there and i think i think it'd be cool so what do you think um how many po- how many new pokemon do you think are going to be in this
0: oh <sighs> I don't know. I was about to ask you something similar. I was gonna ask you if they were gonna bother with ultra beasts this time around.
1: Um, um, I doubt it.
0: But yeah, me and too. And I also,
1: I, I, I doubt that like mega forms and um, Z moves will also be here at least initially. I could see them adding that later on.
0: So I think we'll get. Um, I think what the smaller generations are usually like eighty. Mm-hmm. I think we'll get a smaller
1: bunch yeah i hope not now i mean so in the past game Freak kind of like x and y and sun and moon both had notoriously like smaller pools of new pokemon but they also kind of covered over that by x and y had a bunch of mega pokemon which were um like basically new versions of pokemon and sun and moon had the alola forms of kanto pokemon That kind of padded those stats. Um, yeah, so I was hoping, before I watched it, that they were going to do, like, a a black and white situation. uh, Where, like, black and white was kind of like a soft reboot of the franchise. And in black and white, um, there was, like, 150 brand new Pokemon. And you basically couldn't get, uh, any old Pokemon until you had beaten the game. Um and those hopes of course were immediately dashed when like right at the beginning of the game they show you a bunch of old pokemon um, right yeah, fighting exactly. and you know who knows i guess it's still possible um like they were just showing those pokemon to show them battling in this new engine um and because they don't want to show off any of the other new pokemon um but i i'm still hoping i i, I hope we get like 120 i think that would be a good number um like it's not like uh uh a full new generation of Pokemon, but I don't know. I, I think it's probably going to be less than that. But hopefully not eighty. But if it is eighty, um, I think there would have to be some kind of other thing that they do, some kind of like new new gimmick of things. Um, I was one of the things I was thinking of is like, um, one of the big deals of the Alola forms is that, um, the island air or something was was so different that it made these Pokemon adapt to to their new surroundings so why not then would there not be galar forms of these alola pokemon but of course they showed us a bunch of alola pokemon in the beginning so that seems like it's not going to happen unfortunately (laughs) i think that would be i think that would be cool though uh just like these weird toned down versions of alola pokemon that are in this kind of uh foggy climate of uh the united kingdom
0: yeah that would make sense Um, because you would think it would be opposite, like the, you know, Alolan forms of normal ones, like, like you said, and then the Alolan ones would be different, but, um, I think that that is maybe a lot of work for them.
1: (laughs) I don't know. I mean, it's, it's just making a, a new Pokemon. I can't imagine it's any more work than making a brand new Pokemon. Yeah, you're right. Um. I don't know. I think it would be cool. I liked the concept of of the Alola forms. I think it'd be cool if they brought that back. I don't know how they would do it, how they would. I mean, they could do it. I don't know what the story reason would be. One thing that I would like is if they actually did like different they had like Pokémon variants like like Pokémon would have like the same Pokémon would have like different size than another one or like a slightly different shade. Of, of of whatever color they are or like different kind no. of fur patterns i think that would be a cool addition to the franchise
0: yeah i i imagine they've experimented with that before yeah with um what was that the butterfly Pokemon? yeah with vivillon uh yeah with like vivillon and, and
1: and the vivillon was cool but i don't need i don't even need it to be like that drastic like vivillon had like 30 different kind of wing patterns that it could have which was cool um but you know stuff like that i think would be cool to like uh, really um personalize your 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 uh, team
0: yeah and you i mean it would definitely add to the you know breeding and finding the exact one you want yeah aspect i it'd be that'd be really interesting, I don't know how far away we are from something like that, yeah, or if that's something that's happening now, so it's it's difficult to say um how do you feel about Pokemon not being in the overworld and not following you, considering they just made a huge deal about it and let's go,
1: yeah, that was a little disappointing for me, however, I don't know that that is not. I don't know that that's necessarily off the table. Um, I think that they might have just not wanted to show off any of the Pokemon. Um, like, they hadn't even... When we saw the gameplay, they still hadn't shown off the... They, they hadn't shown us the starters yet. Yeah, um, yeah, you're right. So I think it's still possible, because you remember that, like, the the functionality for that was in Sun and Moon, and they just kind of turned it off for some reason. Um I don't know. I I, I think it'd be cool for them to be back, but um, if they're not, you know, that's fine. I suppose uh, it's a little disappointing. Uh, do you think that the um, the ride system is going to be back? The Poke Ride, I think it was called, from Sun and Moon.
0: Uh, I mean, it's it's uh, it's possible. I liked it, but it also is kind of annoying at times. I I'm one of those people that. Maybe gets too annoyed by some of the gimmicks they decide to do with the games. Yeah, to try to add different play styles. Um, I mean, I Mega Evolutions was fine with me, mm-hmm. but the Z moves I thought was real stupid, and uh, like the Ultra Beasts I hated. The ride system was less egregious because I did like riding some of the Pokemon. Yeah, um, and it
1: got rid of HMs, which was... Yeah, which HMs liked. are
0: trash, and they shouldn't come back. That, yeah. that too. Um, but I, I like how... See, that's why I feel like Let's Go was kind of nice, because you just kind of learned HMs yourself as you went through the game. Yeah. Like, and it didn't... I don't know. It didn't hamper you in any way. It, it wasn't. It wasn't too in your face.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, one thing I will say that I really like about the look of this game so far is that it doesn't look like there's going to be a ton of swimming.
1: Yeah, so I was just about I'm, to bring that up. i there's like one wh- kind of, uh, like uh, the I, I was just watch watching this video. Of this guy who lives in the UK, I guess it's called the Lake Region. Uh, but it's, like, right in the middle of, of the of the map, there's this one area with, like, these lakes. But outside of that, there doesn't seem to be a lot of water, which is good. A-okay with me. A-okay. And, I mean, this the whole surfing was would be fine, but it seems like it, when you get into the water in Pokemon games, it jacks up the encounter rate, and it's always, there's, like, a million trainers you have to fight.
0: Yeah. And the diversity is not there in the water Pokemon. Yeah. So...
1: Also, one thing that is not coming from Go is the uh, Pokemon are no longer like wild Pokemon. You can't see them anymore. It's going back to a uh, random encounters, it seems.
0: Yeah, and and even then, you're the one bit of footage we saw. Um, the character was crouching in the grass, mm-hmm. which was weird. Like well, it was sneaking.
1: Yeah, so that was. The, I don't know if it's the same. Um, Thing that's going on, but that was in uh, Omega Ruby. That was in Oras, and and Omega Ruby and Alpha Sapphire. You could like sneak through the grass to uh, lower your encounter rate. I think.
0: Huh. So this shows how much I played Sun and Moon and Oras. Yeah. Um, which was barely. I played maybe a quarter to a half of Sun and Moon.
1: Yeah. No, yeah. I, I did. I, I forget. I. I think I finished the main story in Sun and Moon, but never the Elite Four. No, no, I did. I think I totally finished Sun and Moon. I just didn't get do all the Ultra Beasts.
0: Yeah, and I didn't finish Ores because um, I hate Ruby and Sapphire. Yeah,
1: I mean, I get it though. There was uh, there was something about Sun and Moon that, like, it didn't it didn't feel like substantial. Um, Yeah,
0: all it all felt very small.
1: Yeah, so that's uh, that was one. I guess that's one of the and it was it was strange that it did feel small in sentimental because of the way they kind of changed the 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 scale of things but yeah it was actually it was a tiny world um and so that's why I'm I'm kind of hopeful and trepidatious about what they have shown us for this world cuz I don't want it to be like that like this is this is the first pokemon game on a console I I want it, I want it to be I wanted to blow it out but it's I think it, that kind of goes against what we have come to know from the uh, from Game Freak. They kind of move in increments rather than leaps and bounds.
0: Yeah. And even then, this is kind of forcing them to make a vague leap and bound. Yeah. Um, and so I think that's kind of why they took the small step with let's go first.
1: Yeah. So. And it also makes sense why they did not go with like a big drastically different kind of... Way of looking at the world because you know, this is essentially their first game on an HD system, yeah. Uh, and you, I mean, I think you you can tell that these are guys that are used to uh developing on handhelds,
0: yeah. I mean, I, I'm really excited though, yeah. I, I mean, I, am, it, I promise, I think I,
1: it, I think for the majority, I, I, I'm most. I, my, the majority of my thoughts are that it looks good, and I, uh, I'm excited to play it.
0: Yeah, it, it looks good. I'm really, honestly, the, all the news got me. I liked Score Bunny a lot. Um, Sobble's probably my secondary, if anything, because he looks so full of anxiety. Yeah. And I relate. No it's love for the,
1: for the grass monkey, that funky monkey?
0: I, I'm not into the grass monkey and his weird beak. And the yeah, fact he is that kind of he, strange looking. He's got a beak, and he likes to terrorize people with his hair tie. Yeah, um, and I found that very rude. And I, don't the,
1: know. I, I'm, um, I feel a kinship with the hair ties.
0: I know, I know, and and I uh, so like I can't remember exactly the translation. It's on Twitter. It take me a minute
1: to find. Oh yeah, that said he was the, a like a little bastard.
0: Yeah, tricky and devious bastard, and it's like okay. <laughs>
1: Like, yeah, yeah. It's like okay, they, I get that.
0: They they just wanted to make a troll Pokemon, um, along with the fast boy and the sad boy. Yeah, so.
1: and of course, in the end, like I will not make a decision who I pick until I see the final version of the starters. Yeah, and like if so. the if the if the the monkey turns it like into Funky Kong at the end, I'd be all down with that. Give him a surfboard, play new Funky mode yeah um
0: and I, i'm really excited to see the new pokemon like we've talked about yeah um i don't have too much faith in them to make new ones uh <laughs> but we'll see i don't know man I, I
1: really like some of the designs in sun and moon even though there were very few of them um <laughs> but yeah some i there was a bunch of good ones like two cannon and sun and moon i love that that daggum bird uh, like yeah.
0: the like the muscular mosquito ultra beast you yeah know, did you like that one
1: uh, not really i didn't really like <laughs> any of the ultra beasts <laughs> yeah because i think were they all... were i think they were kind of over designed on purpose like I, I think they were trying to make digimon with those uh with those ultra beasts
0: yeah they definitely uh they so made hopefully, add yeah, digimon hope-
1: i will not be sad if those do not come back yeah me either but, yeah, I'm excited to see what kind of new stuff is in this game. Uh, and and I think, no, I don't think, but I think it's possible that um, there's supposed to be, like, uh, for Pokemon Day, there, there's supposed to be, like, a series of Nintendo Treehouse appearances that they're doing at the uh, Nintendo Store in in New York, I believe. So it's possible we get some more information from them, but, you know, I, I don't think so. yeah.
0: They'll be at E three when the booth is Galar.
1: Yeah. Or, you think you think that's what they're gonna do for E three?
0: Um, the booth is either gonna be Galar or I, they're I, gonna have a I could big... see
1: I could see it being a recreation of Luigi's Mansion.
0: That's what I was about to say. I legit was about to say yeah. that. So I'm glad you're
1: on the right track.
0: <laughs> um just have like a weird Luigi's Mansion haunted house thing.
1: Yes. Um I just have so, the have the the creepy music playing the whole time.
0: It'll it'll either be that or Animal Crossing, one of yeah, the three. Make it It'll an be Animal Pokemon Crossing, Luigi's, or Animal Crossing. And
1: certainly Pokemon will have a uh, a big footprint there, though.
0: Of course, uh, maybe they'll just buy up the Sony spot and have two booths. <laughs> so
1: uh, that'd be cool.
0: Um, we know this episode ran a little long, but we love talking about Pokemon and. <gasps> You know, um, it's not every day that we get new generation Pokemon news. Also, it's
1: not every day that we have the head of Nintendo America retire and then these insane rumors about Xbox.
0: Yeah, for real.
1: It It was a bit of a loaded week with news.
0: Definitely unexpected, too. Well, before we started recording, we definitely didn't think it was this much, so... We appreciate you for uh, sticking through it with us and listening to us babble about it. Of course, if you want to share with your friends, that's always appreciated. And uh, vote on our polls that we're posting. We do have one up right now uh, with Pokemon um, asking if people like the starters or not. And it does look like there's a couple of people that don't. One of them is Chris. So Ugh. I'm going to have to ask him in the messages why he doesn't Come on, like Chris. them. Yeah. So... He'll listen to this and then be like, Oh, you called me on the podcast, guys. Um But so. <laughs> uh, well, with fun. that, we appreciate you and we will talk at you next week. Bye. Later.